Why am I, everybody? It's JC again. Um, I hope everyone had a good week. This past week was pretty good. Um, I didn't have anything uh, exaggerating or crazy happen to me. But anyways, I got a real special guest with me. Uh, he's actually my first cousin, in case y'all didn't know. My mom has an older sister. Yeah. Mom is an older sister, and um, she got two boys. And I had just found out recently um, after... I think it was, I think it was when Kobe Bryant passed, uh, God rest his soul, uh, when I saw a post by uh, one of one of my cousins about, you know, doing printing, and I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't even know he did this. So, that's not all that, that they do, but I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce you guys, uh, himself, sorry, I was going to have him and his brother, but I, I'm fortunate to even have him on here. So, Quentin, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, sis? I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm really, I'm really appreciative of you uh, taking your time out to uh, do this podcast with me. I'm actually, I'm happy to be on it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I, I think the pleasure's mine. Um, I just want, I just want you to tell our listeners like who exactly you are, and um, you know, like, are you are you full Samoan or are you not? You know what's what's going on with you? Like, who are you? Just I just want everyone to know. Well, my name, my government name in America is a uh, Quentin Dodson, but my I go my full name is Quentin Dodson Mawala. So, obviously, the Mawala side is the Samoan side of me, and it's crazy because uh, I'm from Denver, Colorado, but I actually didn't even know you're my first cousin until a couple years back too. You're like one of my only first cousins. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I thought that was insane when mom was like, I think mom came back from a trip with uh, grandpa out here in Utah. And then she had these pictures. And I was like, who are these black dudes in the picture with you guys? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, you know, she just kind of like, she just kind of gave me a soft slap on the head. Like, that's your cousin. I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> you don't right. tell me this stuff. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I mean, not too long ago, yeah. Um, you know, it's pretty cool. I, I like having uh, having to find out, you know, more family and where they're about. Um, exactly. But, right. But the reason why I have you on here, the reason why I got Quentin on here, guys, is that Quentin and his brother and his sweetheart they operate um, a print shop out in Denver, Colorado. And I'm going to let him talk more about that, but that's not all that they do. They even do a nonprofit organization uh, for sports for, uh, you know, youth athletes out in Denver, Colorado as well, called Amata Sports. So I'm going to let him uh, talk about that. Quentin, can you just tell us, like, how you guys started with that? Sure. Dang, where do I start? Right. I'm going to start with uh, my Amata first. So I uh, grew up in Denver, Colorado with my brother, and we ran track out here in Colorado. That's the sport that God put us into. Mm. And throughout all the years, I'm 30 and my brother's 32. We ended up starting this track club called Amada. And the purpose of that was to get kids the opportunity in our local area to go to college because we kind of grew up in an underprivileged place. So we knew how it was not being able to have recognition to go to college. So it's like, let's start this track team. And because my brother's an Olympian, 
it's crazy how many people started running for our team. And uh, we, was, we wanted to get the kids a whole bunch of gear. So he was like, man, our first year was so crazy. Uh, we tried to source the gear for our athletes, and it cost like $300 per athlete just to get them uniforms. Dang, that, that's expensive. Yeah, and, you know, we was trying to do it big, too. We wanted Nike stuff. We didn't know anybody. <laughs> right. But at some point, we was like, dang, let's just try to see if we can do this on our own. So we started making uh, the uniforms for our kids on our own, and we went from, like, $300 to $30 a kit. Oh. And we was like, dang, we can actually save the kids a lot of money. And it kind of grew from there. So we're an unlegitimate business about three years ago as far as poly prints just doing it on the side but then other people started getting interested in it and said and then my missus said we should probably uh make this legit so okay so we started an llc named it poly prince because you know the samoan in us had to keep the roots strong right. and uh, two years later we're down to a full website taking care of teams and doing customized gear and it's it's crazy that i still don't know what i'm doing but it's it's a blessing Dang. So you said this was two years ago? Yeah, the Poly Prince. We started a moda, our, uh, our nonprofit about five years ago. Okay. And we Thanks. made the Poly Prince legit two years ago. I mean, it's crazy when I hear, uh, you know, stories like yours because it's like, I mean, I mostly get from, you know, people like yourself. Like, I mean, who would have who known that we'd be here five years later or two years later doing all this right and just people getting involved I think I think it's real dope that you guys do that for the kids I mean like education enough education alone is already so expensive and to involve sports for them some parents can't afford it but you got some talented kids out there you know Um, yeah thank you thank you yeah I had no idea you guys had all this going on. I had to hit Shoot. up my I had to hit up my mom. Um when you when you put out that sweater, um uh, the the print that you did for Mambo mentality. I yeah. Said, I, I said to my mom, Did you guys know that these guys do uh printing? <laughs> Mom's like, yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> right, we're all low key about it. We probably should do a better job of putting that out there. <laughs> oh, I mean I mean I get it, you know, like I'm pretty sure it'll get big. I mean, already I was I was checking out your know, website for my t-shirts. I'm like, man, this is pretty dope the way you guys got the website set up and all like it to me is to me it's legit. Like, you know, I mean yeah. I was like, damn, this is really dope that uh Quentin and Jeremy and um your missus are doing. Uh, and, and and even just for the community. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Does mom I mean, um, the, sorry, go ahead. I mean, I I never thought it would be this way. I was an aspiring supermodel, so that just didn't work out. <laughs> Everybody told me I was too ugly, so I had to just start doing something else. <laughs> <laughs> and your mom was saying something like that, yeah. And you know what's crazy is you're just like Uncle Heine. And it, what's even more crazy, you both look so similar. Like, you guys, you put a mirror in between you guys. You guys, I mean... You guys just look the same. You guys even act act the same. You guys always acting the fool all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful for our viewers. Like I met, I I finally met you guys in about 2012. And uh, 
that's what all the family was saying. And it's crazy how as Samoans and Polynesians, we have extended family that we don't know about. But when you meet them, it's like you never it's like it's like you've always known each other. And that's one thing I love about us Polynesians and Samoans is we just automatically automatically felt like family. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you on that. I mean, I think it was last year that me and I had first met you and yeah. That was the first time I met you and your mom. I've only seen Yeah, that was the first time I met you because you only met you only met my mom and Papa and that yeah. time we were still in Samoa, but that was the first time I got to meet you. And was, yeah, it was crazy because you guys came for a wedding last year. Do you remember? Yep. Yep. I remember yeah. talking from y'all. But yeah. I thought I thought we met before, but you know, Facebook and social media makes you feel like you met family before. <laughs> you know? That's that's true. Yeah. But now we that was that was my first time meeting you and mom. So I remember when you guys somebody I think it was Auntie Joanne. Auntie Joanne said, Oh, uh Peggy and Quinton are coming. And I was like, man, I was I was actually excited because I've never met you guys before. I've only heard from mom you know, about you guys and I messaged my mom real quick, like, Mom, guess who's coming over? And I told her it's Auntie Peggy and Quentin. Mm. uh, Mom mom has a special place in her heart for you guys. I I tried to fly over to do this podcast, but with the way things are looking with flights between here and Denver, it's just so crazy. Yeah, this pandemic is crazy. Roro's tripping. Man, for real. (laughs) So, like, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying, yeah, that's it's crazy. Right. Do, I mean, are you guys doing anything right now with, you pronounce it Amato, right? Mm-hmm. What made you guys want to name it Amato? Truth be told, man, the roots of Samoa run so deep in what we try to do that um, everything we, our DNA and what we do kind of has a Samoan vibe to it. And Amato means, you know, a beloved beginning to start means it's, it's Samoan to, to get going basically. But it's also um it's also Latin for never ending. Mm-hmm. So we wanted so we wanted to start this track team and this nonprofit, get it going in the Samoan way, but never end it as well. So Amada was it was the move for us and I actually still like the name. I think that's pretty cool. Does your mom help you guys in any of, of that with the Amada organization? Just like any Samoan mom, she stands in the background and claps and cheers you on. And if yeah. you need, to, if you need some pangy popo, she go make you some pangy popo. <laughs> <laughs> you need, you need some tarot. She does all that. <laughs> I, I need to see her. She's so sweet. Uh, yeah. I, 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 the first time I met her, I mean, it's just, I'm just looking at you guys like, man, you cannot deny that we're family with the way everybody looks. She looked like everybody, and you look like Uncle Heine. I For mean, I, I've never seen y'all dad, but I, I'm, I'm guessing Jeremy takes more to your, um, your dad's side. Yeah, so he's Mayuli. He's from Texas. <laughs> and Jeremy looked just like him, but I act more like my dad. So me, Heine, oh. and my dad are all goofballs. Jeremy, Jeremy, even though he looks like him and he's Mayuli, he, <laughs> he's more like my mom. He's kind of quiet and laid back and chill like that. Yeah. So how's uh how's poly friends going for you guys? Like how did you guys like first 
you know, walk us through the process of how you guys even. So, you said was which one was first, Armada or Polyprint? Armada, right? Yeah, the track, the nonprofit. And then, how did you guys like start uh, Polyprint? Was it because you guys had Armada that you guys felt that you needed to uh, come up with uniforms or whatnot? Yeah, the um again the the Samoan and us we just always try to do things as a family. And so through the sports organization, we recognize that we could serve a need in our community in another way by starting this apparel business. And much of the costs for a lot of teams are apparel costs. It's crazy uniforms. Mm. And so we felt like we could help teams and other aspiring entrepreneurs get going without having the, without having the, the the block of having to pay so much money to get their athletes and you know as Samoans we like to look good and feel good so that mindset is if we can get kids to look good without having to pay so much they might have a chance to want to be in the sport so poly prints came because we needed to legitimize the business because we plan on paying taxes and all of that so you had to make it legit so that we can serve our community better right interesting I like it. I mean, it, and this was just two years ago, you said, right? You guys had just first started um, to kick off with poly prints. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing the printing for about four years, but we made it legit two years ago. Like mm. with the EIN, all the LLC, all of the legit paperwork. Okay. Okay. That's pretty dope. Um, what was I going to say? Shoot. Um, so like, do you guys have like a wide range of customers that are in state or out of state for, you know, that put in bulk orders for their t-shirts to be printed and whatnot? We do a lot of in-state team, like a big team orders for track and field, but we're growing into the um, space of baseball and all of that. But a part of also what we do, cause it's the same, the same genre is we help teams raise money. So for example, uh, JC, you want a you want a volleyball team, and you want uniforms for your kids. Well, we can provide the uniforms, create you a team store, and part of those sales go back to your team wow. because because we actually have a retail license, a wholesale, so we're able to do these things at a cost that does we can still make money, and you guys can make money too. And so we kind of live by the model called non zero sum game. It's where we both benefit. You benefit and we both benefit too because we do run a business. You got to make money. Right. But we feel like to make money, we don't have to, we don't have to put people down to make money. Like everyone could eat. Right. Dang, that, um, that's pretty dope. I mean, you and Jeremy graduated from, from school, right? You guys graduated from a uh, university? Yep. Um, Jeremy has like three degrees. We went to the University of Colorado in Boulder. Dang. He got like three degrees because he's smart. And uh and plus he a hard worker. I have an MBA and that's about it. But we both graduated. So do you do all three of you guys um come together when it comes to doing like the paperwork and finances of all that's going on? Do you guys do all three of you guys come together doing it, or is it just one person that handles it all? We just we actually just stay in our lane. Elise, my uh, missus, she does all the accounting. 
she does she has her own bookkeeping business as well. Nice. So she does all the accounting. She makes sure that we're up to date with taxes and all of that. Mm-hmm. And my job really is to just I'm in the field making sure all the shirts get ordered and sent to the right place. Jeremy is also a manager, so he manages a website sometimes and puts in ideas and we kind of collab in that manner, trying to stay in our own lane so we don't step on each other's toes. Dang, that's brilliant. <laughs> I think that's real dope. I mean, shoot. Do you guys plan <laughs> on do you guys plan on expanding to do something more other than, you know, like the I know you mentioned that you guys are looking at um even adding like baseball baseball gear uh for your poly prints uh gear uh stuff. I do you guys plan on expanding into something else or just sticking to what you know right now? I, honestly, wherever God takes us, I didn't, I never thought that we would have an apparel company. So mm-hmm. if I were to tell you that I wanted to stay where I am today, I think that would be in contradiction of what I think God wants us to do. But I have a lot of artists, you know, um, music artists that sell apparel. A lot of people don't know that artists make a lot of their money on touring and apparel sales are big. So I connect with local artists out here to try to help them get their gear for their shirts and stuff like that. We also have custom designs that we try to help kids build for themselves so they can learn the craft of T-shirt printing. But all that together is kind of the goal. I think my biggest, my happiest time was when we did gear for Samoa. So the Samoan athletic team, we made a whole bunch of uh, track gear for them and sent it to Samoa. And that felt good. I'm not going to lie, because still on Facebook, we see see them wearing it. So I just feel like a little part of us is in people when I see that. And so that's the feel good part of this business. Wow. Hey, it, it sounds <laughs> I think y'all, I think y'all are doing awesome with all that. And, you know, uh, so do you guys do you guys just. What am I trying to say here? So when you when you guys made like you said you said you made shirts for Samoa, right? Was this only when uh Jeremy was running track for Samoa when he was representing Samoa? Or is this like a constant thing where you guys send shirts to Samoa and somebody sells it for you guys over there? It was just a that track the the track deal. If anyone knows, you know, the Polynesians, all of us, our country, Samoa, that's not very rich. And so in athletics. Sometimes you got to get what you can get. And if we, Jeremy was flying out to Samoa, so we just packed the big old luggage of uniforms so that we can just give to the kids. And so we sponsored that. And it felt good so they can have something good to wear, you know. Mm. It was good that we were able to do it. I think that's really cool. That's really cool. Do you guys, uh, do you guys plan on doing shoes? Or you guys do shoes or what? It's crazy in this business. That's a whole nother. It seems like it's the same part, but that's a whole nother avenue of this business that mm. I don't even know. That's like a 10 year thing for me, in my opinion. I, you know, I wanted to ask because just like you said, that's like a whole nother thing. Cause I was just kind of, cause I'm trying to start up something on my own. And mm-hmm. I, was just, I was looking into shoes like, well, what if I, what if I created these uh, type of shoes with t- these type of designs, you know? And I was like, dang, it's a whole lot of stuff you gotta, you gotta yeah. do just to get even just a sample of a shoe. 
Right. It's, it's a lot of work just to even get a sample of a shoe. I'm like, damn, this is this is a lot. And this is just one pair of shoes that I, I'm trying to get a sample of. But it's a lot that you got to come up with, that you got to, you know, communicate with the supplier, things like that. You're, it, like the design that I want to come up with, I don't even know if it's even possible if they're able to do it because... I mean, you know, just that kind of stuff. So I just had to ask, like, do you guys do shoes since you guys um, are involved heavily in sports? But I just wanted to ask. I'd like to. It's crazy because America doesn't have many shoe manufacturers. So you got to go to, like, China. And that supply chain is expensive. And so you can go do it, but you're going to have to charge people $200 and you're going to have to bulk order them. So, like, supply chain is important before you get into any business having to understand what's involved with it right so our suppliers we generally are able to do like one to two day turnarounds locally because our supply chain comes straight from denver so if you go on our website we generally have cheaper stuff because we're able to keep our overhead low and that's on purpose because it's a hard business to stay up on Interesting. Um, starting starting any business. <laughs> right. No, I agree. Uh, the, the the paperwork behind it, it's insane. <laughs> and this, right. this is this is coming from me who's trying to do everything by myself. I don't I don't have any anyone um helping me out, you know. I'm just kinda like asking people like some people who have an understanding just to give me you know the just to point me in the right direction to go to to get started on these kinds of things and it it really is a it really is challenging to just start up alone and um but i'm excited you know mm-hmm. and then especially for you guys because you know you guys do it for the kids and not only that not only do you guys run these um run the amada sports organization and the poly prince gear but you guys even um even help teach the kids some skills that they can take on with them uh, for their own in the future. I think that's really neat. Thanks. Appreciate that. We're trying. I think (laughs) one one thing we learn is like, at least for our track side, is that we don't care if you get fast in track or not. I feel like Samoans and Polynesians are some of the best athletes in the world. And I'm not even being biased. I really feel that way. But it don't mean anything if you can't think for yourself. So our main program is to try to get the kids to think for themselves. So we train the kids a little differently to get them into college. And having poly prints on the side is just a way that we're trying to fulfill our own words and saying, you got to be able to think for yourself. This life is not going to give you anything. And if we work together, we can actually build something. And so all that is encompassed in what we do, I think. And we still got a lot of work to do, to be honest. <laughs> hey, um, I think you guys are doing a really great job with it. Um, it's just crazy. I mean, like I said, I didn't even know you guys had all this going on. And I was so excited when I told my mom, did you know that Jeremy and Quentin, they do all this? And I was like, no, I didn't know. That's real nice. And I was just about to, um, I was just about to submit um, payment to somebody to do my shirts. But really? uh, yeah, here locally. But what helped what held me back was 
I mean, I, I, I had just found out about you guys doing this, but what kind of made me hesitant to give him the payment already was this guy took forever to get back to me. <laughs> and, you know, and you know, he's, he's Polynesian and I'm just trying to, I just want to support local businesses and, you know, him being Polynesian, you know, I figure, well, let, I want to give him the business, you know, I want to support our Polynesian community, you know, right. giving him the business. But he took forever in getting back to me. Right. And then, and then I saw I saw you put up Poly Prince gear and I was checking out your Instagram. Then I got on your website. I was like, oh my gosh. I should have Quentin and Jeremy do the shirts for me, you know? And you you responded real quick too when I when I had messaged about the font and you know, just the little details I was asking about. You were quick in responding, but that guy took like maybe three almost a month to get back to me but you know no hard feelings I was just trying to I want my business to to go back to somebody who's Polynesian because you know I I just think there's a lot of Polynesians out here that are doing great in business and I want to help try to build them up just like how I expect well or ask of them to like support me and what I'm trying to do you know what I mean yeah are there a lot of them I didn't mean to cut you off are there a lot of Polynesian businesses in Utah I know there's a lot of polys out there. There's a there's a lot of polys out there. Um, there's quite quite a few that I follow are like, um, you know, like that guy who does t-shirt designs. I think it's called Eight Hundred Eight something, but mm-hmm. or Eight Hundred Eight Hundred One Eight Hundred One Designs. And then there's this other dude that I found out about. He's a uh, it's he calls his uh shop Lex Fifty Five, mm-hmm. and it's it's pretty dope what he does because he does so he he draws anime he's an artist so he draws okay. he draws these anime characters like from Dragon Ball Z Naruto mm-hmm. and he 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 kind of like he changes it in a way where it's Polynesian like he'll have a Goku there in just an ear and he has like a he has a Miki tattoo oh that's dope I know right and he'll even he has a deck of cards that's pretty popular right now that it's, you know, for the Kings and Queens, he'll, he'll like, he's using the different islands for that, but it's all in tribal print, the deck of cards. Yeah. And um, he also does, he also does t-shirts too. And he has uh, interest in like Harry Potter, like Harry Potter stuff. He'll take like the Nimbus 2000, shape it like the Nike and the shirt says Salu. Just sweep it. Nice. <laughs> I thought that one, I thought that one was really clever, you know. Yeah. And he even has another shirt that says something like Potternesian. It's so dope. And he's down in St. George, Utah. But you know, it's businesses like like that around here. Like there's a, I know a lot of polys out here do uh real estate as well. I thought okay. that, was, that was, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, they thrive over here in Utah because there's just so many of them. Right. But I'm 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 trying to like for this podcast I'm doing, I'm trying to not just stick with the Polynesians here in Utah, because this is where mm-hmm. I live, but right. I I'd like to reach out to Polynesians everywhere else. You know, I don't I want this beautiful. Stick. Yeah, thank you. But and there's a lot of them that do podcasts too. Um there's one there's one called Prolific Roots. I keep mentioning Prolific Roots because they pretty much do the same 
you know, they pretty much do the same thing as me talking. They spotlight Polynesians all over and they've been around for a while now. And I think the boys that do it, uh, one or two of them is half black, half Samoan. I don't know if the other guy is Tongan or Samoan, but they do a really good job in spotlighting Polynesians all over. And I nice. like them too. Nice. That's actually really dope. I like I like hearing that. Seriously. Right. And so um, you're, you're doing the same thing with your podcast is what we're trying to do. You're just trying to, you know, hype people up, spread some love. Yeah. You know, and keep it moving. Right. And, you know, it's just, I just want to use this as a platform because I don't, I feel like Polynesians, we don't, they don't get uh, enough recognition for all that they do out here and whether it be the States or out in New Zealand or Australia, you know, they do so much, but I feel like they don't get enough recognition, you know, and I'm sure that there are some Polynesians that are wondering, like, who are trying to make a decision in life. Like, say you have a college student who is maybe thinking about, you know, should I do, say, biochemistry? I don't know any Samoans who do biochemistry, you know, right. things like that. But this, the podcast is just a platform just to kind of share with everybody about what Polynesians are doing, their successes, how, you know, it's just something just to kind of say to another Polynesian, if I can do it, you can do it too. For real. See, that's, that's the move. And that's why that's the reason why we had to make our business legit, because, you know, being Polynesian, we all know how that can be one move. If we don't have our paperwork right, yep. we can get shut down. And the purpose of why we're doing it is to serve. So we can't serve people unless we get do it the right way. So we needed we needed to exchange our flip flops to some business shoes. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, what's one What's one challenge that you guys uh, faced in building up Amada and Poly Prince gear? Um, patience. Trying to, and I don't mean to give like a textbook answer, but aligning our moves with God's moves. You know, when you have a, when we have an idea in our head, we get so ambitious and we expect everything to be perfect year one. But that's just not how the game goes. And so when we first started both businesses, we expected to just be up and rolling and moving and grooving within the first year, but it, it just doesn't work like that. So five years into Amada, we're just now becoming sustainable. Two years into Polyprints, we're just now getting the website put up and trying to move with God's plan so that we don't make the wrong move. So that was the biggest challenge but like on a worldly challenge, trying to actually fulfill our promises. We make really big promises sometimes. And if you're going to say something, you actually got to do it. So yeah. saying to our kids, we're going to get them into college. 100% of our kids for Amada have gone to college on some sort of scholarship money. Wow. And as far as polyprints, living up to getting the orders into our customers on time with quality and making sure that it's, you know, having good customer service, all of that is encompassing and having to do it right. So that's something that we always got to make sure we stay on top of. And another thing is like in-house on the background, we be fighting with each other sometimes because we all got different views on things. <laughs> it's 
So making sure your home is right first and like, no, I want this T-shirt or no, I want it to go this way. That's a big issue. So when we start in this business, we got to make sure we just put the put our own agendas aside and make sure that the bigger cause is what we wanted to do. And we got to ask ourselves that every day, like, is this what we want to do? Because some days I'll be wanting to quit. Mm. But it's only because it's hard. Our dreams are too big. Yeah. Um, it's it's crazy how you mentioned uh, patience too, because I can I can relate, and I'm sure everyone who's started up a business and who is starting up a business can relate to that. Like our mind just wants everything to happen at the snap of a finger, but some things just they just gotta take time. I mean, we got yeah. we we got to set goals, and these and not all the time. These goals, I mean, I know we got big goals, but we just got to take one small goal at a time to be able to reach where we want to be. So, I can definitely relate when you talk when you bring up patience, and then especially for you guys because you guys are an LLC. You know, it's not just one person who owns the entire, who runs the whole show. There's three of you guys. Right. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because I know a lot of poly businesses are family businesses. So I can just imagine, you know, how somebody wants something to go one way, but you have another that wants to go the other way. For real. <laughs> we all, every Polynesian on here can understand that, whether they run a business or not. <laughs> yeah. Even if it comes to like food, like, no, I want to eat this. <laughs> Everybody always got something to say. <laughs> Hey, that's for real though. Like, <laughs> a food definitely, definitely something that some kids can fight over. So I remember, I know me and my siblings. We, at least when I go, whenever I do go back home, and I get kind of, I get kind of spoiled when I do go back home because I always ask my mom, like, "Mom, can you make this?" I, I miss mom's cooking, and then mom will make it, and then you have all the younger ones be like. Why we gotta make what Josie wants? Like, why? Why? Why do we have to make what she wanna eat? <laughs> Josie said so. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the only time my mom makes me feel special when I'm back. When I'm visiting back home is when, when I know she makes what I wanna eat. I'm like, oh, my mom loves me. <laughs> I love it. What part of Samoa is it? Western or American? Mom, it, mom and dad are in American Samoa. Okay. They, you know, it's crazy because they've been thinking about maybe, maybe switching their residence over to Western Samoa for some time now. And I remember at one point where I was kind of like deciding, like maybe I should go live in Western Samoa and like do a little something over there. But when I went over there just to kind of explore a little bit and just kind of get a feel of like work and you know business stuff, I was like, yo, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do not here in Western Samoa. <laughs> I'm gonna need some hot water. Like <laughs> because I mean it's different, you know, and you know too, because you guys have been there like how many times, right? Yeah, just like three times. But I'm, you know, I'm a Mayuli from America. I was at first, I was like, damn, I cannot walk. It's hot. I was sweating at all times. Geckos was on the wall. <laughs> I bet everybody was looking at you guys like, who are these black? These black kids around here walking around here in Samoa. Right. And it, even then, it's crazy. I'll tell you a story. Um, I got off the plane. I didn't even know, but this is how hospitable Samoans are. Somebody was like, Look, if you don't have anywhere to go, you stay with me tonight. I'm like, I came out here because I have somewhere to go. But <laughs> <laughs> like, 
love Tom Hooper. <laughs> oh man, I think that's so sweet. That that you are right. I mean, our our people are so hospitable to everyone who visits, and you know, just family in general as well. Um, but what's it like being? I remember one of my episodes. I think it was with Ainsley Broom out in Tennessee because she's half white, half Samoan, and mm-hmm. she shared she shared her um, you know, challenges of being half Samoan, half Polynesian, and half white. What's it like for you and your brother to be half black and half Samoan? It's the best thing ever because some days, as you can hear in my voice, I have a Maoli sounding voice. But even as I talk, I'm wearing an ear lava lava. So it confuses hey. people. <laughs> but <laughs> what I love about it is the good things are that you get to understand different cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, the family, I think family describes Samoa the best. As far as like African-American, I would say not struggle, but black people in America have been underserved. We know our history. I don't need to go over it. So I have to live that life as well. But when I feel as a black person let down by my country, I go to my Samoan roots and I always feel like I'm right back at home. Sometimes when I get lazy as a Samoan, I realize the struggles that I, my ancestors from my black side go through and that makes me work harder. And so having both of those in me, I feel makes me harder than the rock. <laughs> I, th- I think that's special because <laughs> Um, I mean, black history goes real deep. Same, same with, same with Polynesian history. It they have their similarities and they have their differences, but for the most part, there's so many similarities between the two with history. And <clears throat> I mean, I'm dating a a black guy right now, and I'm he's sorry, so... I'm just joking. <laughs> was it? I said I'm sorry, but I was literally just joking. <laughs> 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 He's gonna bust laughing once he hears this episode. Well, you gotta, you can't date a Samoan, he might be your cousin. Well, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Go to the I, same family reunion, bro. Like, I've okay, I have tried, I have tried, but I am just, uh, I'm just not into them. But <laughs> here, here came along this black guy, and I was like. Yeah, this guy got it going on, you know. And what I love, what I love about him is that he's so knowledgeable in Black history, but he also really appreciates my culture. He appreciates my culture, and the things we talk about is just really cool, you know. And I, it make it makes me think of my half Black cousins because you guys aren't my only half Black cousins. I just found out last year, last year. Uh, thanksgiving that i had more half black cousins wait there's more of them yeah yeah this is this is on uh this is on grandma's side and they're out in north carolina yeah (laughs) many people find them and go for real so i walked in we had a like a little family get together in vegas and they wanted grandma to be there so i walk in this room and i see i see these beautiful black girls i see this table with just a uh, black family sitting at it and i was like oh my gosh i got more half black cousins you know it's not just quentin and jeremy like if, Damn, that's crazy yeah i'm i'm waiting to like fly out to north carolina and just 
visit them. It's just so good because, you know, I love it when I see diversity in the family. Oh, yeah. Same goes for, you know, anyone else who's who's half someone and half something else, you know. But I think I really love that you shared your challenges of what it's like to be half black and half someone and how you have a balance when at times in life you kind of feel lazy or you kind of lack strength for the day to do something but you always you know either of the two always gets you going to to remind you that you can't give up right and i love that i think as far as like our end goal for poly prince and what we do we want to bring that feeling to samoa like i want to get a whole facility out in samoa and train kids out there and also have like a real business out there too. There's a plenty of real ones, but I also I also want to contribute that, and so that's kind of why we're doing this. And I would love to work with other Polynesians too. But first and foremost, like we're business people first. I want to work with whoever can do the job. Absolutely, amen. I just want to start. I do want to start with our people first because I think there's an understanding that other people might not have initially, and so. I want to open our doors to say, look, you're Polynesian. I get that, you know, you're second generation, but we understand too. And so I think that door opens up bigger opportunity. And I just want to be another Samoan Meuli who can create an opportunity for someone and also, you know, connect with each other. So that's the biggest reason why we're doing all of this. I love it. So you guys do plan on expanding out to Western Samoa. Western, Eastern, American, wherever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it's, I think that's some really, 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 really dope goals that you guys have in place. Um, I know at maybe a separate time I'll be able to um, maybe talk with Jeremy myself because you, Jeremy got his whole different stuff on the side because he still runs track, right? Yeah, he'll tell you some stories about being an Olympian and the whole sports world because he's been through all of it so i think he'd be interesting to talk to i think that would be dope um um but anyways uh just let's wrap it up here uh, but before that i want to ask just something fun that i like to ask my guests at the end is who's got your back quentin god <laughs> <laughs> I know that right. I know that right. In my family, my back. Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Um, it it's crazy. I I love it when you mention um God, in everything that you do because, not I think that's just so Polynesian because, not just Polynesian but even on your black side, you know everyone. You go, you go to the island, there's a church in every village. It don't matter what church. There's a church in every village. And everyone always speaks of God. Everyone always revolves the family around God. And I think that's really most important um, for our Polynesian community because it's a strong foundation for our Polynesian community is to follow God and what he has planned for us. And not only that, but to show faith and to rely on him because without him, we're nothing. Right. And I can't do it no more without him. If I I was in a college, I got kicked out of CU my first time. Mm-hmm. You guys can look it up. But that's when I really found God. And I realized 
if I want to take another step forward, I cannot leave God behind because it just never works out for me. And so God got me out of this one situation. And since then, I'm really trying to live by that. But I'm still crazy. <laughs> I think we all are, Quentin. You're not the <laughs> one. So, <laughs> but um, thank you so much for your time on here. Uh, was there any, you know, actually, can you just go ahead and let our listeners know where they can follow you on Facebook and Instagram, your websites and everything? Sure. Um, you can follow me personally on Instagram at uh, Q Dotson Mawala. Uh, you can follow us at Polyprints, P-O-L-Y-P-R-I-N-T-Z on Instagram. We're still working on that. But uh, Facebook, Quentin Dotson Mawala. Also, Poly Prince and uh, Amata Sports, A M A T A S O S P O R T S, is our nonprofit. We'd love to connect with y'all. Well, it, it's going to happen. We're going to, I'm definitely going to connect once these shirts are ready to be made. Um, but then again, Quentin, send my love to your mom. Thank you so much for your time um, to be with me on this podcast. I think it's going to be really inspirational for everyone out there. Um, Especially, I know I got some listeners that are half black and half someone, so I think it'll be a real treat for them to listen to. Thank you for doing this. Seriously, appreciate you. Oh, but you take care. Send my love to mom, your brother, and your your sweetheart, and we'll keep in touch. Yes, ma'am. You take it easy. Thank you.